Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. We are grateful to you for subscribing to Anxiety Slayer. With almost 200 podcasts recorded and thousands of new subscribers, we want to share one of our most listened to podcasts with you now. The question that we received this week that really resonated with us has to do with panic attacks at night. This is the message we received. Hello, Shan and Ananga. You both have been such a positive force in my life. Thank you for all the gifts that you share with us. I suffer from panic attacks at all times of the day, but mostly in the morning between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. and at night. At night, I have a tendency to wake up after being asleep for only an hour or two and experience a vast array of symptoms, rapid heartbeat, sweating, nausea, and fast, shallow breathing. Is there any way to prevent these from happening? Maybe something I can eat, drink, or do before bed? I eat clean and exercise fairly regularly, though I do spend most of my day sitting at a desk. Any advice? Thanks for all you do. Something that a lot of us that have suffered or do suffer with anxiety experience, and it's an awful thing to have to deal with. One minute you're asleep and the next minute you're sitting up with a pounding heart and feeling so unwell and so disturbed. As we've discussed many times in previous podcasts, look out for triggers. Start keeping a brief log of what you did, what you ate, and what you drank during the day before, and see how that affected you that night if you have an episode. Then rewind, look very carefully at what happened the day before. And just look for clues, look for things that you might be able to change. Be aware that things like alcohol and caffeine can both cause anxiety at night. Sometimes people drink in the evening to relax, and initially it seems that that's what's happened. But a few hours into the night, they can wake up feeling really panicky, with a fast heart, feeling claustrophobic, and feeling like they've just got to get out of bed or even get out of the house. So be aware of those things and look for changes there. And the other thing is to practice getting as relaxed as possible before going to sleep, because this lowers your baseline anxiety level. Obviously, if you're having those experiences where you're waking up anxious in the night, or in the morning, that really spikes your anxiety and it spikes your adrenaline and it can go into a bit of a vicious circle where you become heightened, you become sensitized and your anxiety level is running high all the time. So look at anything that helps you relax, particularly before going to sleep. If you're asking about things to eat or drink, chamomile tea, very good for relaxing. Hot milk, as we've also mentioned before, hot milk with a good pinch of nutmeg in it. Nutmeg is a natural sedative which really calms and relaxes the mind and body. Another thing you can do is massage your feet with sesame oil. That brings all that busy energy down out of the head, helps us relax. And then there's the calming acupressure point you can use. You can look that up on our website, The Calming Point. But I'll share it here also because it's so simple. Take the thumb of your right hand and press it into the center of your palm of your left hand and make a firm pressure there and just take slow, deep, steady breaths. That's a point that's recommended very much in Ayurveda for feeling calm. And of course, you can use that also if you wake up feeling anxious. So it's just a a few things to try the night before. And then to deal with the the fear of the fear where you you think, oh God, what if I'm going to wake up anxious? What if I'm going to wake up 
in the night feeling bad, then get some tools. Find something that helps you dissolve anxiety quickly when it wakes you up so that you've got something you can apply when you wake up feeling unwell. Have something that you can do then to help you feel calm and in control. And that's a bit like being able to put out a fire. You don't fear fire so much when you know how to deal with it and when you've got the necessary tools to do so. So with all of these sudden spiked anxiety states, it's really important to get tools that help you feel calm. And that could be breathing, could be EFT tapping, could be the quick anxiety stopper. It could be having a guided relaxation on your uh, MP3 player by your bed that you just know will help you feel soothed and relaxed again. So just be equipped as best you can. Now, it's interesting that this question came in this week because I had my first wake up after a couple hours of sleep, uh, my first anxiety, I won't call it a full on attack, but definitely was waking up with a rapid heartbeat and a feeling of, you know, oh, some, something must be wrong. You know, just mm-hmm. like, oh, what's going on? And um, the very first thing that I did was automatically put my right thumb to my left palm because I knew, I knew the calming point. And then it was a, a combination of affirmation and EFT where I just reminded myself that I was okay, that all is well, I am safe. And I just started to remind myself of that. And I was able to fall back asleep quite nicely because I knew what to do versus being in that loop of, oh my goodness, why is this happening? And, and oh no, now I'll never get to sleep. And that's piling on that we can do that um, makes it so big. Yeah. And it's not, not to say that it wasn't frightening and it wasn't any fun and it certainly wasn't comfortable, but because I knew what to do, I was able to move through it much more gracefully than I would have had I not known. Yeah, and that makes all the difference, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And also it's empowering and it stops that horrible loop of once it's happened once and you feel so unwell and so out of control and so completely overwhelmed by those awful symptoms, then you start to dread it happening again. And that just feeds into the underlying situation and it spikes your adrenaline more. So it's incredibly empowering when you can think, okay, that was awful, but I did know what to do and I do feel calmer and I can use that in the future. Then anxiety starts to give you a little bit more space and a bit more respect and you become more in control rather than feeling a victim of of horrible symptoms and circumstances. Very well said. And I think the other thing that I would like to add as well is be really mindful of caffeine intake. Mm-hmm. I don't bring any caffeine into my body after noon because I will sleep much better and have a much more peaceful rest if I don't. And I know that there are a lot of people who will bring caffeine into their systems much beyond the middle of the day. And that can really make things difficult, especially if you're suffering from panic attacks after falling asleep or in the night. Definitely. Yeah, because although we expect to sleep and remain asleep, there's things going on within our body during the night. Our livers are most active in the wee small hours of the night. The liver's taking care of a lot of stuff for us, cleansing the blood, and it needs us to be rested and to be calm for that to happen. And if we're giving extra load to those organs that are cleansing while we sleep, then they will wake us up as well. Mm-hmm. And they're not able to function so efficiently. I think the other thing to be really mindful of is when you wake up in the night and you've got something on your mind perhaps that's happened the day before, that's like being woken up by mental indigestion. Sometimes we need to deal with things 
during the day and then we go to sleep and think that's the end of the day now we're going to rest until the morning but our subconscious mind is always processing and as we see when things come out in our dreams sometimes you have an unusual dream and you think oh well I know where that came from and so also that processing's going on in the mind while we're resting so really helpful to clear your mind as best you can before you go to bed even if it means just holding the calm point and taking a few deep breaths if I've had something intense happen during the day that I've needed to deal with, the kind of thing that's likely to play on my mind at night, then I like to try and process those things and digest them before I sleep. Or even just simply take a walk in the evening. Just walk it off, walk and breathe and just, mm-hmm. you know, give your mind the space to ruminate and digest. And then just as we can get woken up with physical indigestion, as I get older, if I eat past a certain time of night or if I eat heavy meals at night, that's going to wake me up in the night. And it's the same with our minds. If we've got heavy things going on in our minds that we're trying to digest, they will wake us up. So to digest and process our thoughts as best we can, and there's lots of nice ways of doing that before we settle down to sleep. And then also just to be aware if something does wake you up, as, as you did, to have the tools to deal with it. Yeah, there's something very comforting in knowing that. There's something really beautiful about knowing how to support yourself when you're experiencing this anxiety, these panic attacks, these things that really throw us for a loop. So very grateful for what I've learned. Yeah, me too. I'm immensely grateful to Ayurveda and to EFT and the whole field of energy psychologies and also neurolinguistic programming. Fantastic tools there for accepting that we all have tough times and you know it's actually okay if our mind freaks out sometimes we all freak out sometimes but what we need is to know how to respectfully deal with that how to put out the fire and not let it spread and wreck the rest of our lives and it's a great relief to me to know that you can do that you can actually firefight within your own body and mind and get things back in order and get back on top of things Well, I'm really grateful that we covered this question this week, and I look forward to doing additional Q&A sessions with you as well as our regular Anxiety Slayer sessions so that we can really speak to as many people as possible about what's going on in their lives and show up as supportive as we possibly can. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. So thank you for that question. Hope it's helped. I'd like to invite everyone to feel very welcome to hang out with us on our Facebook page. Just look up Anxiety Slayer on Facebook and share your realizations, share what works for you, share any questions you have and keep the questions coming in. Wonderful. Thank you so much for getting together again this week, Ananga. I look forward to our next conversation. Me too, Shan. Thank you. Introducing EFT Tapping with Anxiety Slayers Shan Vanderleek and Ananga Sevier. Learn how to tap away your stress and anxiety with our Introduction to EFT Teleclass. You can expect a 50-minute recording of our EFT Teleclass held in April 2013, complete with the following handouts. An Introduction to EFT Tapping, EFT on a Page, which includes a tapping diagram and prompts, and then the Tap and Breathe Cheat Sheet for quickly calming anxiety. Visit anxietyslayer.com to claim your copy of the Introduction to EFT Tapping Teleclass.